Hi, I'm Mary Colbert, and welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast and YouTube channel. We are continuing today a very important topic, what you can do to save your gallbladder. If you haven't lost it already, we can help you. I really believe your information sure. can help. I know it can. And again, you may be one of those 10 to 15 percent or higher of the population that has gallbladder problems, biliary colic or acute cholecystitis, or you've had chronic gallbladder disease, and or you may have had your gallbladder removed and you're having now all the problems with diarrhea or irritable bowel type symptoms and problems like that. So we have the answer for this. But again, it's that, uh, that gnawing, gripping pain in the right upper quadrant right here that so many people get have the problem right under the rib cage. That's where it is. When I uh, press and when patients come in, and what I do is I check for a positive Murphy sign. Now I, t I check, I have them take a deep breath, and they and then I, I say breathe. Take a deep breath. They breathe, and as soon as they take that deep breath, I press in there, and then they they have what we call respiratory rest. <coughs> they just they rest their respiration. They they they're in severe pain typically as I mm. touch the gallbladder mm. when it's in spasm or if they're in biliary colic or acute cholecystitis. And then an ultrasound of the gallbladder will show me if it's sludge or if it's stone. Sometimes sludge doesn't show up. And so the, they just say, well, go home. There's nothing wrong. But yes, there is something wrong. And then they have to have a HIDA scan, H-I-D-A, that reveals the gallbladder's ejection fraction is abnormal. It's not contracting right. Now we can help that and save the gallbladder by flushing it out, or we can use beets or some phosphatidylcholine and other nutrients to flush it out. And we're gonna be talking about that now. What supplements help the gallbladder? But okay, first, before, you do first that. before we do that, we gotta take away the bad because people are eating the saturated fats that's clogging their gallbladder up. Okay, before you go there, let me just ask you a question. Can it be misunderstood as a possible heart attack? Oh, yes, absolutely. So that can, sure. it can... People, sometimes they go to the ER, they're having chest pain. And because gallbladder pain can be substernal, just like a heart attack. Okay. This or they can important. think it's reflux or acid right. reflux. And so they go to the doctor, and so they've checked an ultrasound. It's, they didn't see the sludge. They missed it. And all of a sudden, then they're going in for a heart cath to see if they've got heart disease. Yikes, and, that's, and it's so, gallbladder. And it's gallbladder. Oh, gee. Okay, so let me ask you this. Belching is that oh, associated yes. belching, with absolutely. So with like gallbladder? I, I had a lady this last week. She was belching, belching, belching. And that's a that's a sign. That's a sign. Some people just have excessive belching, yes. Okay. And that's many times their gallbladder. Or it could be not enough enzymes that in their diet. They may have to have digestive enzymes. Okay. But that is sometimes a sign. Nausea and vomiting, cramping right up a quadrant pains that radiate around to their shoulder blade, their upper back, their mid back, or substernal is another sign. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I say, with the nausea. But a major thing is right here, when you press right here, you go in your lower rib cage, and you find between these ribs, just you find the lower rib cage, and then you press between the ribs right here, I think it's eight and nine. People with gallstones or sludge, it hurts like the dickens. It's like someone has a red hot poker and they literally come off of my table. And what I do is I, I usually put a laser, I have a special laser that has the gallbladder frequencies. I put it on there and then 
the pain usually just goes right away. It's absolutely amazing. And then I put them on a gallbladder diet. And you say, what's a gallbladder diet? It's the Beyond Keto diet. Mm. You see, olive oil helps to flush out the gallstones, but you just want a little starting out and then gradually increase it. But cut out the foods that are causing the sludge. Mm. All the high fat, saturated fats, the butter, the cream, the cheese. I had a person with gall biliary colic come in. I said, what are you eating daily? Your cholesterol's 300. A lady, she was uh, like 45, severe biliary colic, would come and go. And she says, well, I'm making coffee and I'm putting a tablespoon of butter in my coffee. Ah. I'm drinking it three times a day. <laughs> oh, I said, well, no wonder. There you go. And also cheese. Some people on the unhealthy keto diet will eat slabs of cheese. Right. They'll eat tons of butter. They'll eat lots of cream. They'll put just heavy cream in their coffee. Now you say, well, that's okay short term. But if you have gallbladder disease, you're adding fuel to the fire. So you've got to cut those saturated fats way low and use the healthy fats in my Beyond Keto diet, the olive oil, the avocado oil, the macadamia nut oil, and also your nuts and your seeds and things like that, and your salads. Like today, I had a nice big salad. I poured like four tablespoons of my high polyphenol olive oil all over my salad. I feel totally satisfied, yet I gave my liver and gallbladder the best thing that could have is that high polyphenol olive oil. It's wonderful for your gallbladder. Now, if you have sludge in your gallbladder, don't do that right off. You start with little teeny amounts. Don't no. use four tablespoons or you'll put your gallbladder in spasm. You just start okay. with maybe a teaspoon or a half okay. teaspoon. But you start but, transitioning you know, into this okay, program. Okay, but you know, Don, I think that's a good idea just to show people yeah. That if you have that area right yeah, here. Yeah, here's all you do finger, to find it. You first you first find the margin in. of your rib cage, the lower uh -huh. margin. Then you go right over here and, you push and just one one rib up, one or two ribs up is that gallbladder point. You just press, and if it's real sore, signs are you've got sludge in there, and you need to listen because we're going to be talking about how to flush it out. Okay. The first thing you got to do is you got to lower those saturated fats. Now going back to the diet. We find that for many with, the, with gallbladder sludge in there, you've got to do more of a Mediterranean diet and less fat starting out. So the Mediterranean diet has lots of beans and peas and lentils and broccoli and onions and garlic and foods that actually take the stress off the gallbladder. Okay. okay. And, and fiber like, like your, um, your steel-cut oatmeal and things like that. Okay, a gallbladder flush. What can they do if well, they feel that it's... Yeah. And yeah. Now, if a person just has sludge, I've done an ultrasound of their gallbladder. I see that they have no stones in there, or if their stones are little, they're like one or two millimeters. They may have a bunch of little stones. Then I'll do a gallbladder flush on them. And I'm going to teach you about that in a minute. Just got to make sure okay. a few things you can't. If you're less than 18, you shouldn't do it. We don't do this in children. Okay. Number two, we don't do this if you're pregnant or if you're lactating. You okay. do not want to do that. And, and you need to have a gallbladder ultrasound first because you've got stones in there that are over three millimeters, or 3.5 or above. They could get caught in your common bile duct or your cystic duct, and you could have emergency surgery. So you want to get that ultrasound to make sure. That's really important. Okay. And then if you're on medicines, you may have to continue some meds. And we try and stop the supplements for a, a day or two while you're doing the flush. So you got to do the day before and the day of the flush. But we're going to be talking about the flush in a minute. First, we're going to be talking about simple supplements they can get over the counter that for many, these are adequate and they don't even need the flush. Now, some, and it can actually dissolve whatever's yes, in there. Yes, the sludge. It'll dissolve How the that sludge. That is such a beautiful and thing. And so it's so simple. Some people don't want to go through all the headache 
of going through yeah, yeah, the gallbladder yeah. flush and yeah. taking all that Epsom salt capsules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to take 15 capsules at 6 p.m. <laughs> and then at 8 p.m. You got to take your flush at 9.45 p.m. Then in the morning at 6 a.m. You got to take more, 15 more Epsom salt capsules. And then at 8 a.m. You got to take 15 more. And then, then all these stones start to come out and they float to the top. They're little uh, greenish yellow stones. And it's amazing. People are absolutely amazed wow. when they see it. So it does work and some people need it. And some people do it once a year. I've got my patients over the years. They've done it once a year for decades and they've not had any stones. Is in that in any of your books? No, but we're going to put it on the website. Okay. We're okay. going to write it, type it okay. out for the patient, right. put it on the website. That, so, our uh, website is drcolbert.com, so you can go to there. We'll be putting that on this week. Yeah. Right. Now, we're going to talk about supplements to, uh, to help with gallbladder problems, especially biliary colic or cholecystitis mild, if it's mild. Again, mm -hmm. if it's serious, you get to the ER and get it out. We don't want to take a chance you're getting septic right, right. or the gallbladder exploding or gangrene of the gallbladder. But one of the best is phosphatidylcholine. You say, that's a mouthful. What is that? Phospho, P-H-O, P-H-A, tittle, T-I-D-Y-L, choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E. That's a mouthful. Or just say P-C, P-C. And P-C is a, is a Form, it's like lecithin, but it's much better than lecithin. Lecithin will not do what this can do. Okay. And a good one that I have patients get over the counter is Body Bio, Body Bio, B-I-O, P-C. And you just take two capsules twice a day for about six weeks to three months. And that'll flush. That What that does, that supplies the phosphatidylcholine, which is one of the main ingredients that helps the bile become more soluble that will help to prevent and reverse uh, sludge in the gallbladder. It's okay. amazing for sludge, amazing. And that's simple. Yes, and what it does, it increases the solubility of bile and the excretion of cholesterol to prevent gall gallbladder stasis and the formation of gallstones. And the PC constitute, constitutes as much as 40% of the organic material in the bile, and this helps to prevent gallstones, it helps to dissolve gallstones and sludge in the gallbladder. Wow. Now, if people are allergic to soy, we use the PC or phosphatidylcholine that comes from sunflower seeds. So a company that has that is called Pure Encapsulations PC. But you have to take double the amount. Oh. So instead of two capsules twice a day, you have to take four capsules twice a day. But some people are allergic or real sensitive to soy and they can't take. So phosphatidylcholine the is the basis is soy? The soy is the basis, but there's also from sunflower. So a lot of people can only take the sunflower. Now, I shouldn't say a lot. Some people can only take the sunflower PC, phosphatidylcholine. Okay. But that's the first supplement, and that works really good. The one that I like the most uh, for people with mild biliary colic is just beets. Beets. And so people can take one half to a whole beet, either uh, blend it up, uh, you know, in a blender with some berries and some ice and some water to make you a beet juice, uh, you know, once or twice a day. Usually twice a day works best. Or they can add beets, make beet soup with one half to a full beet. Or they can add it to their salads. Or they can take a supplement called Beta TCP that you get online. And you take two before each meal, three times a day for six weeks, and it works amazing at helping to get rid of the sludge out of the gallbladder. 
so they can get that's that a, That's a concentration of beets in a pill. Right, it just stimulates the flow of bile, and we're putting the beets also in my liver cleanse. I'm adding it's going to be a gallbladder liver cleanse to our liver cleanse. Ah, that'll be an important so, supplement. Exactly. Now, the other thing that really helps sludge in the gallbladder are bitters. Now you say bitters, what on earth are bitters? They've been, people, uh, doctors have been using bitters for hundreds of years. And bitters are the extraction of bitter, bitter herbs or seeds or roots or leaves or flowers or fruits. And what bitters do is bitter, bitter seeds or plants or things, uh, components of plants, encourage digestion and they encourage the effective flow of bile. They stimulate bile flow similar to beets, but it works, it works even better for some people. Sometimes we'll use both the bitters with the beet extract, so you're getting even better flow of bile. So is this bitter uh, like a, a The a one that I recommend, on? the one that I recommend is bitters number nine. You, you have to put bitters, B-I-T-T-E-R-S, and then N-O period, and then nine from Quicksilver. It's not my product, it's another product from Quicksilver. And you take two sprays, and two to four ounces of water three times a day, usually for six weeks or so. And it'll usually just, it'll just stimulate the flow of bile and just clean the gallbladder out. Wow. It's a gentle detox. Wow. And so it works really good for many people. Some people do it either before the meal or after the meal, but it supports healthy bile flow. Now what this has in it, it has these bitter herbs. It has dandelion, it has burdock root, and milk thistle. Oh, I'll just, I see, I love the things that yeah, it's all are natural. in the earth because you yeah. know the scripture says, the herbs are for the healing of the nations. Nations, amen. I mean, that is God's medicine. And these are great herbs for the gallbladder. Yeah. They work, they're bitter herbs. That's and then uh, also they contain essential oils, myrrh. Remember frankincense, yeah. gold and yeah. myrrh were given to Jesus when, at yeah. his birth. The, by the healing, yeah. Right, again, yeah. so again, it's myrrh, clove, juniper oil, and sweet orange, and it's liposomal. And so that's a wonderful supplement that's fairly inexpensive that they can do once a year, twice a year, six weeks usually. Kind of some, a cleanse. Yeah, or some people just stay on it. You can do it, that. And it's, you can get this at health And it helps stores? digestion. You all have to get it online. No, online? they'll have bitters, but this is one of the best bitters I've found. Oh. There's a lot of bitters out there, bitter herbs and bitter seeds and leaves and flowers and fruits, but this seems to work the best for gallbladder that I've found. Now, there may okay. be others out there, but this is one I found that works amazing for, some, for most of my patients. Wow, wow. Now, also, the gallbladder flush. You mentioned the gallbladder flush. This gallbladder flush, I have been using it off and on for uh, tw 25, 30 years in patients. And some of our good friends have used it and passed many little gallstones. And they're amazed. Every time they do this, they call me, wow, you should have seen all the gallstones I passed this year. It's like, That's I said, you, you didn't stop eating that saturated fat, did you? Okay. Their, their little gallbladder probably looks pregnant. <laughs> well, they're small little stones. They're like two millimeters. They're like little marbles. Yeah. They're passing. And they say, oh, they're green. They're yellow. They're floating. See, when, the, when you pass gallstones, the stool sinks the, gall, the gallstones Will float. And wow. so the people are really excited because the morning after they're flush at six and then eight when they take their Epsom salt. It comes through the bowel. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. look at the stool and you say, oh my gosh. And some people take pictures of them. Some people bring them in the office and show me all their gallstones. So there's marbles floating in the. <laughs> and they're what so proud this? of their gallstones. I don't remember swallowing marbles. <laughs> I know. So here, I'm the caution. My marbles. <laughs> yes. The caution is to do number one, you do not do this flush when you're ill. 
If you're having an acute attack, do not do yeah. this. Do yeah. something minor. Do something the beets or do the beta TCP or do the bitters. But yeah. don't do this if you're sick or ill or having nausea and vomiting. You can't do it. Yeah. That's the wrong time to do it. You got to do it when you're well, okay? Do not take meds, vitamins, or other supplements that you can do without during the flush. Real important. If you're taking meds, check with your physician prior to taking any other supplements. Okay, and then it's the liver gallbladder flush is only for adults 18 years of age or older and I not was for ask children. You, what's the most mm -hmm. common age for this? Um, oh, you told us Usually earlier. 40 to 60. 40 female yeah. fertile. Yeah, yeah you already Fat, told us that. Fertile 40 Sorry. female, the yeah, four yeah, Fs. Yeah. Okay. The four okay. Fs. okay. And then also do not do the gallbladder flush if you're pregnant or lactating. Now, before you do the flush, be sure and get a gallbladder ultrasound. You want to see how large your cystic duct is. It should be at least three millimeters, and, uh, and most are three millimeters. But if your stones are four millimeters, don't do the flush. If they're 3.5, I wouldn't do the flush. Uh, because now the cystic duct is three millimeters. The common bile duct is 3.5 millimeters on average. Yours may be smaller. So if you have big stones, do not do the flush. Do the yeah, other. That's okay? good advice. Okay, so if someone is not sore and they don't have any issues with their gallbladder, yeah. but yet they're hearing this and going, man, that'd just be a good prevention. Well, good you, question. Yeah. If they press and they find their rib cage and they go right between these ribs, right where I'm pointing, right here. That's my rib cage right here, my left, where my left finger is. I know it's And right so above it is this. here. We'll try to show this as a diagram yeah. on the video. Well, this is the gall main gallbladder point right here. And okay. if that's real sore, then you do not want to do a gallbladder flush right now until you've kind of softened it up with the beta TCP. But still, I wouldn't do it until I had an ultrasound. I wouldn't. I'm saying if you don't have, it's, it's not sore or anything. But Could yeah, you do it? Yeah, you just listen to this and you say, wow, you know, I'm, I'd like to just do a gallbladder thing like the I tell people, stuff. I personally wouldn't unless I did an ultrasound. Now, the beets are fine. The phosphatidylcholine's fine. The bitters are fine. All and of those are fine. kind of help it Yeah, now those are good. Those are not going to trigger anything. Yes. Something like that. And that's what I'll do. I'll do some beets or I'll do some phosphatidylcholine or some bitters. But, I think I'm, I'm overdue. But I, I wouldn't do a gallbladder flush unless I had an ultrasound. Okay. Okay, I wouldn't I gotcha. do it. No, I agree. Okay, now the liver produces one to one and a half quarts of bile per day. And see, the bile ducts in a healthy liver allow the bile to flow easily down, down from the liver into the gallbladder and then into the duodenum. See, when you eat fat, the gallbladder contracts and releases that bile into the liver to digest the fats. Mm. Now, before two weeks before doing the gallbladder flush, you want to have some liver detox tea. And you'll love this tea. Oh, okay. So you do it like two to three times a day is best. And all you do is you get a lemon. And you get um, a, a small piece of ginger. You slice the ginger up. You put it in, in uh, three, two to three cups of boiling water. And then you chop the lemon peel up and you put it in the boiling water. You squeeze the lemon first. You put the juice to the side. You don't want to boil that. Mm -hmm. You want to chop the liver, the, the lemon, not the liver, the <laughs> lemon up. And you want to chop the, um, uh, the small piece of ginger. And then you boil it. You bring it to a boil for one minute. Then you let it cool. Once it cools, you add the lemon juice, and then that's your, gall, your liver detox tea. And you do that two weeks before your gallbladder flush two to three times a day. Wow. And what it does, it prepares your liver and gallbladder for the flush. Okay? Wow. Okay, now, um, 
You can also add stevia or monk fruit to it. Do not add erythritol because it has been associated with blood clots. We don't want to do that. And again, uh, the gallbladder flush. So you want to get the supplies if you're going to do the gallbladder flush. The supplies are real simple. I've been using Dr. Clark's supplies for my patients for years. I just have them order from Dr. Clark online. And so you get Dr. Clark's uh, Epsom salt capsules that have 1,030 milligrams of, Epsom, of magnesium sulfate per capsule. Order online. I have them get Dr. Clark's black walnut capsules that's got wormwood, 258 milligrams per capsule, and cassia bark, 72 milligrams per capsule. Works amazing for parasites. And then I have them get Dr. Clark's L-ornithine capsules that are 500 milligrams. You say, what is this for? I'm going to explain it in just a minute. Then you have to get uh, a bottle of organic olive oil, this best high polyphenol, but you can just use regular organic olive oil like Newman's if you want. You want to get one whole grapefruit, or if you're sensitive to grapefruit or taking a medicine that's contraindicated, you can take three or four lemons and get the similar results. You want to get have maple syrup, organic maple syrup, use one tablespoon of that, and you want to get a pint-sized mason jar because you're going to have to put these ingredients in and you're going to have to shake it. You've got to get all these ingredients ready the night before you do all this because you want to have it all ready because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble, okay? So some people will do a parasite cleanse a month prior to the gallbladder flush. And for a parasite cleanse, they usually use this dia, organic diatomaceous earth, one teaspoon in about eight ounces of water, one hour before meals, three times a day, 10 days on, seven days off, 10 days on, and that's it. And literally, people are amazed what they pass, okay? They come in telling me stories of all the critters they're wow. passing in their stool. But it's so it amazing. Does, it does parasite cleanse? Yes, it does. Now, liver cleanse? You know, it's like I got a big old bag, big old huge sack of organic diatomaceous earth in our pantry, okay? I saw that. That's what I used it for back a year or two ago. Okay. And then two weeks before the gallbladder cleanse, you start drinking your liver detox tea, with your lemon and with your ginger, like I told you before. Then on the day of the, liver, the gallbladder flush, you, uh, you want to have a good breakfast with like some steel-cut oatmeal. You can put some stevia in there like I do mine. You can put some blueberries or some strawberries in there. But you don't want to put any fats in there, no butter, no fat, or any fat on the day you do your gallbladder flush. Really important. And then if, if you do have to take meds, then take them, okay? Now, at 12 noon, you can eat up until 12 noon. And a lot of people will have like bone broth soup before noon, which is good, but no oil, no fat in it, okay? You can put a few veggies in it if you want. Okay, then after 12 noon, don't eat anything, but just drink eight, eight-ounce glasses of water. That's what you have for the rest of the day. Now, at 6 p.m., it's real simple, folks. It's 6 p.m. and 8 p.m., at night, and then at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. a.m. in the morning. Those are the times, the main times, but your flush occurs at 9.45, okay? So those are your dates. So at 6 p.m., take your first dose of 15 Epsom salt capsules. You say, 15? Yes. Wow. What this does, it dilates your bile ducts. It dilates them so that you're about to dump a lot of junk. You say, well, uh, is it going to cause diarrhea? Usually it doesn't right away. It will later but it uh, doesn't right away, okay? So at 6 p.m., you take your first dose of 15 Epsom salt pills. Then at 8 p.m., you take your second dose of 15 Epsom salt capsules, and then you rest. You don't be walking around 
or else things will start moving, okay? And now at 9.45, you got to have all your things ready the morning before at noon. You want to get everything ready. You want to have your grapefruit. You want to squeeze your grapefruit or lemon juice. You want, a you want about a half a cup of that. You want a half a cup of organic olive oil. You want your tablespoon of maple syrup. You add all of that to a pint-sized mason jar, and then you want to shake it for about vigorously for 20 seconds. So you shake it really good for 20 seconds. Then you take your straw and you sip on it for 10 to 15 minutes. You want to sip it all. You want to be done by 10 p.m. And then you want to lay down and you, oh, uh, excuse me, before you do that, you want to take your eight L-ornithine capsules because wow. it helps you sleep. It's going to put you in that deep sleep. So you got to take your L-ornithine right after you take your drink. You're not going to have to go to the bathroom after this? No, well, not, no, most people don't. Or if it is, it's only one or two times at night, only, usually. But that helps you sleep. Then you also take two black walnut capsules because all of a sudden those parasites will come out and you're going to start pulling them right out. It'll start to kill any parasites too. You say, I probably got them all with diatomaceous earth. This just gets them out of the gallbladder. Sometimes they get up in the gallbladder. Wow. And then once you take your gallbladder drink, you immediately, you don't get, you go to bed. You don't get out of bed unless you have to go to the bathroom and you don't eat for sure. You lie down flat on your back. Some people would turn on their right or left side. It's best to lie flat on your back with your head raised on a couple of pillows. Okay, and then try to keep perfectly still for the first 20 minutes because your stomach doesn't feel that good after drinking all this. Okay, there should be no pain because the bile ducts are open due to the Epsom salt capsules you've taken. Now, wow. you may have to get up one or two times during the night to go to the bathroom, which is normal, okay? And then at 6 a.m. in the morning, you take your third dose of 15 Epsom salt capsules. Wow. You do that at 6, in the 6 a.m. And then you will have diarrhea and start checking for gallstones. And your stool will uh, sink, your gallstones will float. But do wow. not take your Epsom salt capsules before 6 a.m. This is real important. You take them 6 p.m. the night before, 8 p.m. the night before. 12 hours. Right, but then 12 hours later, you take that at 6 a.m. and then again at 8 a.m. At 8 a.m., take your final dose of 15 Epsom salt capsules. At 10 a.m., have a small glass of juice. You can have orange, four ounces of orange juice or, or apple juice or whatever juice you want. Then at noon, have a bowl of bone broth soup. And then at 2, 2 p.m., you can have another bowl of bone broth soup and add, don't put any oil in it, please, no butter and no olive oil, and add some veggies to it. Wow. And then by dinner, you're back to normal. You can eat normally. This just is before. a 24-hour ordeal. Yeah, but it works. And a lot of people swear by it. But just make incredible. sure you get so You have to set aside a day. Oh, you do? Like a but weekend. It well, Mary, it's no, worse. it's no worse than a colonoscopy. Well, I mean. It's about the same. Yeah, And people get so bad. much more out of, <laughs> people get a thousand times more out of this than they do colonoscopies. You'll, you'll start to see all those little stones. That's face. incredible. It really is. And my patients swear by it. We've been doing this off and on for 30 years. On now, page. don't panic. We're going to put all this on the yeah, website. Yeah, we'll put it on You're the website. You're going to see it on okay. this video, actually. They'll, the, uh, our tech guys are really good yeah. about putting everything up there. We're going to make sure he has this. Now, some people do this every one to two years. Some people just do it once, and then they just stay on the Beyond Keto diet, and they don't need it anymore. But if you still cheat a lot, you're going to have to do this every one or two years, okay? okay. Like I still have this patient. She still does every one to two years because she won't follow my Beyond Keto diet. Yeah. Which is the healthy keto or Mediterranean diet. Now, if and you have gall... She, and she has gallbladder issues? Well, she as long she as she does. does her flesh, she's fine. Okay. 
Okay, now, uh, if you have gallbladder pain, apply uh, a heating pad or a warm, wet towel to the right upper abdomen for about 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Or some people do a castor oil pack where they get a flannel, a piece of flannel. They soak it in castor oil from the health food store. They lay it over their gallbladder with, with a heating pad for about 15 minutes. It works wonders for a lot of people. Okay. To ease spasms, you can drink peppermint tea or drink two tablespoons of ap- organic apple cider vinegar and four ounces of warm water. And they can do this you know, every um, three to four hours as needed. Or you can use powdered magnesium, one teaspoon, and four ounces of warm water and drink it every three to four hours. Either that or apple cider vinegar. And what is this for? This is for gallbladder pain spasms. Okay. If they're having pains like uh, if they don't want to, they're not ready for the flush yet and they're having Mm -hmm. spasms, this will help the spasms. Okay. Now, meds for gallstones are number one, Actigal. Actigal has been around for decades, Mary. And it's just a bile acid. There's another one called Kenix, C-H-E-N-I-X. But Actigal is the best, A-C-T-I-G-A-L. It, it actually, it's a bile acid that helps dissolve cholesterol gallstones. Now, if they're calcified gallstones, it's not going to work. There's three kinds of gallstones, generally. There's the, cal- there's the cholesterol, which are 90%. There's the calcified stones, and those Actigal does not work on. And then there's the pigmented stones that are made up of uh, bilirubin, and it doesn't work on that either, okay? But those are not very common, the pigmented. Now, the Actigal can dissolve 80% of gallstones, less than 5 millimeters in diameter. Wow, that's wonderful. But if they're bigger than 5 millimeters, it's probably not going to work. Within six months, that's how how quick it does it. Now, after a successful dissolving of gallstones, stones usually return in 50% of patients within five years due to high cholesterol. You got to get your cholesterol down. You got to follow the keto, beyond keto diet or get your cholesterol down. Natural means, listen to our podcast or YouTube video on lowering cholesterol. I go through the natural means to do it. And then there's also extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy. In a is a non-surgical alternative to, magi- to manage gallstones, but the gallbladder must be functioning normally, and the stones should be small, but this is how we treat calcified gallstones. The calcified gallstones are radio-opaque. They show up on an x-ray. That's calcium. But the, the uh, lithotripsy, or extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy, can literally shatter those stones, and then uh, we can do the above me- measures I talked about to clear the junk out of the gallbladder. Wow. Isn't that great? It's great. So wow. that's a it's, full talk on gallstones, yeah. gallbladder disease. Oh, man. You have everything got you need to know a about ton stones, of information. Well, I sure am glad we've done this on a video. People can replay it and replay it and listen right. and slow it down. And There's a lot to, to it. There's you'll be able lot. to get all the information. Be sure and go to our website, drcolbert.com. We have the fiber. You need our fiber. Everybody needs our fiber. The key, Beyond Keto. And we actually have a Beyond Keto cookbook as well. So there's uh, recipe ideas that you can include as part of your program. So And the carb assist, because it has the alpha lipoic acid, it, ha- it lowers the sugar. And again, all that processed carbs, sugar, and bad fats are what trigger these gallstones. Yeah. So... I know. It's a lot of information. <laughs> a lot of information. But it's I'm good. It's going to save a lot of gallbladders. It sure will. We thank you for watching. Share this video. Please do share the video with your friends and family. And hit like on the YouTube. That helps promote the 
uh, YouTube. We want to get this information out. Don is working very hard to try to find alternative, healthy, preventive measures. And you can partner with us by when you come on to divinehealth.com, drcolbert.com, and partner with us each month in a, one of our supplements or all of our supplements. They don't need it, them all. Just yeah, don't need them all, he <clears throat> said. It helps us in what we're doing. And we, we bless you and thank you. And we pray you walk in divine health. God bless, God bless you. you.